Welcome to Tending Your Soul. I'm Marielle Davenport. This podcast is an invitation to cultivate greater intimacy with God through the seed of His Word. If you're worn out from dry seasons of life and yearn for refreshment that comes from greater intimacy with God, but feel overwhelmed at where to start, you're in the right place. Join me in the garden as we let God tend our soul with His Word, little by little. Hi, friend. Welcome to episode 34 of the Tending Your Soul podcast. I'm Marielle, and I'm so glad that you're joining me as we lean in to tend to the soil of our souls together. The heat of summer still lingers like a wet wool blanket over the garden in these last weeks of summer. As the sun sinks on the horizon, carrying the humidity with it, the whispers of autumn faintly hint at a new season ahead very faintly, in my part of the world. After summer's chaos, do you yearn for the rhythms of a new season? As much as I love summer, I do enjoy a fresh start of getting back to routines. For nearly 20 years, I homeschooled my children, and boy, did those new books and sharpened pencils fill my tank come September. As we open our Bibles again today to the book of Ephesians, we come to the next verses in our series, that are so perfect to pray over ourselves and our loved ones whenever we're going into a new season. Paul prayed this for the young Ephesian church, and we can put in the name of our kids as they head off to the new school year or pray it over ourselves, our spouses, our friends, anyone shifting into a new season. So let's get into these beautiful verses in Ephesians 1, 15 through 18. When we use the tend method, we begin with T for take time to pray. That's so we can turn our hearts towards the one who cultivates our soul by his life-giving word. Pray with me. Lord, would you, as these verses before us say, open the eyes of our hearts as we lean into your word for a few moments? Refresh us by the word. Tend to what needs tending to in each one of our souls today. Amen. Now let's move to the E in tend as we examine the scripture. The verses say, for this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints. When we examine the scripture, we slow down to write down the verses and really pay attention to the pronouns, the verb tenses, and the details Before we began tending through Ephesians, we took time to read through the book, and this helps us to know to whom each pronoun is referring. So this is Paul, the missionary apostle, writing from prison to the Ephesian church, whom he dearly loves. And he's telling them what he's praying for them. And they're beautiful words, aren't they? From examining the scripture, then, we're going to move to N, 
which is for noticing the lessons. And we begin by asking, what are these verses teaching about God? And these verses tell us God is Lord. He is Father. We also see he's the source of wisdom and revelation. God is the one who does the calling, as we see in verse 18. And he calls us to a hope and the riches of an inheritance. Don't we need the reminder that we're called and invited to hope? We can also look at these verses and ask if there's a sin to confess, a promise to claim, an action to do, a command to obey, or an example to follow. I see an example for us as Paul points out the reputation of the Ephesians. We can follow the example of the Ephesian church, which had the faith in the Lord Jesus and the love for all the saints. That's all the believers. They were faith-filled, loving people. And that was the reputation that preceded them. So from this, we turn that lesson into a question that we can respond to as we come to D in the TEND method. So the question might be, how? How can I follow the example of the Ephesian believers today? How can I walk in faith in Jesus as Lord over me? Faith is believing that what God says is true, regardless of what we see. So today, in the circumstances of my life, my marriage, my job, am I believing that God's word is true? Or am I anxious and fear-filled over what I see around me? How can I walk in faith? In following the Ephesians' example, how can I also love other believers well today? Is there someone specific I can serve or encourage or pray for? Is there someone God has been pressing on my heart to love well? How can I act on this today? For me, as I consider the example of these Ephesian believers, I consider my current life season with my young adult sons and my husband of over 20 years. It'll be 25 next summer. Wow. And really, the worry that creeps in for me are things about our future, specifically about my boys. How are they going to navigate life? I mean, I have one son who's making decisions about a college major and career options. That feels so big. Yet rather than get fearful over what I might see in the moment, I'm going to pray these verses over my son by name, reminding my heart that God's word is truth. And I'll journal it out with the Lord. What about for you today, friend? As you consider the Ephesians' example of faith in Jesus as their Lord, their Master, is there an area of your life or heart or thoughts that you're not turning over to God and walking by faith in Him? I invite you to name that before God. Turn it over to Him afresh today. Friend, He never tires of us drawing near with our weakness and our neediness. It's literally what he came for. 
Or maybe for you, is there someone that you need to love well today? The Ephesians loved others well. So well that it was enough for Paul to have heard of it from where he was. Who can you love well today? How might you love them? Do you need to take a meal or send an encouraging text? Or maybe just pray for them. Talk to the Lord about it. Commit to loving well those that he brings to mind by the power of the Spirit in you. Let's ask the Father to enable us for the ways that he's invited us to respond today. Lord, thank you for the power of your word and the enabling of your Spirit. Help each of us today to do what you've invited us to do through your word. Help us glorify you by walking in faith, even in hard circumstances, trusting that you will be faithful. Empower us, Lord, to love others well. People can be so complicated and delicate. Help us remember the truth of Romans 5.5 that tells us, because your love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, we can love others well. In Jesus' name, amen. As we close, friend, I want to remind you of the resource I have for you at marieldavenport.com start. It's a download created to guide you through the TEND method on your own, and it includes tips to help you memorize God's Word because don't we all need truth hidden in our heart? And it also includes five tools to cultivate a meaningful, quiet time with the Lord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can visit marieldavenport.com start and get it there. I hope that it's a blessing to you. Until next time, keep tending your soul.